Welcome to the Call the Road podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Slayball, and this is my podcast where I have people on to tell stories about motorcycles. And this week, my guest is Matt Wilson. You might recognize Matt's name uh, from episode one. He's a dear friend of mine, and he was the very first guest on this uh, entire podcast series. And if you haven't listened to episode one, definitely go back and check it out. It's worth your time. Uh, This episode, he's going to tell us a little bit about a couple years ago, he went on a trip with his wife. Uh, from Seattle down to Terra del Fuego in South America. Uh, and he has a pretty awesome story about the magic that happens when you break down in the middle of nowhere. So enjoy. I'm here with Matt Wilson at TourTech. And uh, Matt, just briefly describe, uh, introduce yourself, who you are. And okay. Um, well, I work at Turatech. Uh, I, I'm the product line manager here in Seattle, and uh, I live and breathe motorcycles. It's in my blood. Uh, everybody in my family rides, and so it's it's my passion and it's my career. So I'm a pretty lucky guy. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Now, Matt just completed a trip from I I don't know. You have to tell us from how far down to Tierra del Fuego down in uh, South America. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, my wife and I. Uh, left Seattle, um, rented out our house, sold a lot of our belongings, and uh, rode to the tip of South America in Ushuaia, and then shipped our bikes home. It was kind of a lifelong dream, and uh, we finally made it happen. That's so cool. Uh, there's, I'm sure you have like a bazillion crazy stories from the road as trips like that uh, you know, tend, tend to, to bring about. Um, but you were mentioning one in... Um, uh, what Argentina, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we've got a ton of stories from the road, uh, a lot of short ones, uh, a lot that I'm probably not allowed to tell yet. Um, but the one that I, I really like telling people, and it kind of illustrates just how uh, helpful people are and how uh, accommodating and and just accepting the the community is down there, uh, is, is a story about when we had a, one of our only or few mechanical breakdowns of the trip. Um, and uh, it happened with my wife's bike, uh, uh, Brady's bike, a 650 BMW. Um, they're, uh, they're notorious for having water pumps go out. And uh, we had it happen once in Lima, Peru, uh, which I happened to have the spare parts to fix it, so it was no big deal. Um, so we fixed it, uh, we started riding, and, and we made it about 3,000 more miles, uh, and we were in northern Argentina. Um, and we had been in contact with an a Argentinian fellow, it was a friend of a friend in Lima, and he was really insistent that we come stay with him. He said he had a ranch and he would do a big barbecue for us, and he kind of had me at barbecue. It was way out of our way. It was, you know, it was going to be at least a four or five day detour off the route. Um, but again, uh, the lure of a, of a traditional Argentinian asada uh, where they just lay out all the possible meats and cook it all at once. I mean, that really had me hooked. And I had this image of gauchos and rolling hills and everything in my mind. So uh, we made a beeline uh towards uh, Cordoba, which is uh, near where he lived. Um, and, and so a couple days into it, um, all of a sudden Brady's bike overheats and uh, to the point where it won't start or run, um, it's dumped all its coolant out. Um, 
I know it's the water pump again. Uh, I either installed one of the seals crooked or the part was defective. I, I still don't know, but we were done. Um, and it, it was really stressful. It was one of those things where it was kind of kind of like, a, you know, the trip's going to end, like the engine's gone, like we're going to have to buy a different bike for her or ride two up. And, and so we were pretty down at the time. Um, but a guy on the side of the road uh, who ran a gift shop he let us roll our bikes in front of his gift shop. He gave us a couple lawn chairs. Um, I borrowed his son's phone and called um, the, this contact, uh, David, who uh, lived about three hours away. And, and I explained to him that we weren't going to make it to his place because uh, we had these mechanical issues. Um, next thing I know, he's arranged uh, one of his buddies with a car and a, a rickety old trailer uh, to come and pick us up about four hours later. So. As we sat there, we waited and we got to know the shop owner and, I mean, nicest people in the world. Um, and uh, when the guy showed up with the trailer, we roped down the bike um, and we thought we were going out to the ranch. But instead, David took us to his mother's house um, in a town called Alta Gracia, um, dropped us off and said, you know, you can spend the night here and work on the bike here. In the morning, we'll go in and we'll try to find parts. Um, so. Here we were stuck at this house with, a, with an 80-year-old woman that spoke no English um, and, and was just fascinated with us. And, and it was one of the best experiences in the trip because we were forced to speak Spanish, which, you know, at this point in the trip, we were both pretty fluent. Um, but we talked about families. We, I mean, we, we learned her whole Italian-Argentinian um, heritage and, and I mean compared pictures of everybody's families and um, you know this went on for several days and um, she herself wouldn't eat much but she being a, a I guess an Italian uh, Argentinian grandmother uh, made sure that we were eating plenty and so she would have a chicken brought to her uh, uh, house at least twice a day and she'd cook a whole chicken for us uh, in different ways and then she would sit and she would watch us eat it and if we'd stop she would make sure she would tell us to keep eating it you know and and so that and then pretty soon it got to the point where we'd ask her about the recipe and then she was teaching us how to cook the chickens and uh, we just I mean she instantly adopted us as as her grandchildren and then when we'd go be going out to try to find parts and stuff she would call David every you know a couple hours saying where are the kids are the kids okay are the kids hungry? Should I make food for the kids? And, and she just, she was keeping track of us. It was really, really cool to just be instantly part of the family. And, and uh, you know, I, I like to think that that's how my family would treat people here in the States, but it's just, it's really neat to kind of have that random experience. So we uh, figured out that it was just the water pump again. We needed to get a rebuild kit. So we drove the hour into Cordova visited any BMW type shop we could find. Nobody had the part. Nobody had a used part. Um, all the parts counter guys were telling us, no, you know, we have to order it from Germany. Um, and, and at that point, I was starting to look up ways to use a washing machine water pump or rig up something just to get the bike going again. Um, but David, who really knows how the system works down there, uh, knew to just kind of barge past the front desk and go back and talk to one of the technicians, which he did for us. 
And pretty soon that technician was on the phone calling a guy in Buenos Aires who did happen to have the part. Um, long, real long story short, we paid David's brother to wire transfer money to Buenos Aires. The guy in Buenos Aires boxed up the part, put it on a seat in a bus, and then the bus went from Buenos Aires to Cordoba in one day, and we had to drive the hour back up to Cordoba the next day and then pick it up from the bus station. And we got the part. I mean, it was just like this miracle. And, you know, we had to jump through so many hoops, but it was just amazing, like, what you can get done when, like, it really comes down to it. So a day later, the new water pump was back in. Um, we rode out to David's ranch, finally got to spend time at his ranch, had the traditional asada, um, just hung out, ate fresh food for a couple days. I mean, just really enjoyed it, relaxing with him and uh, rode some of the sections where the Dakar Rally had been, um, just in the beautiful Argentinian, uh, you know, grasslands and farm country. And, yeah. and I mean, if, if we hadn't have taken that, that four-day detour, we wouldn't have seen that. But if, if Brady's water pump hadn't have gone out I mean, half of that experience, which I, I think was one of the best experiences of the whole trip, like it, it never would have happened. So at the, you know, and, and I think it's a little common with all traveling at the time, you, you just, it's just the pits, you know, like you're, you're down and out, but looking back on it, I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of glad it happened, you know, like, uh, it, it wouldn't have been the same otherwise. And, and, you know, now we have this uh, our, our, we call her our Argentinian grandma, you know, and we have this, this whole family there in Cordoba that, that uh, you know, I hope one day I can repay the favor. So, but yeah, to, to me, that's what traveling's all about. That's amazing. Yeah, as, as Matt's been talking here, we're in his office. The, on his screensaver, there have been pictures from his trip uh, kind of cycling through from the exact story. He's, uh, if it's cool with Matt, um, well, I'll have him send me a couple and we'll post them on the on the uh, the blog uh, or the podcast uh, notes there for so sure yeah absolutely I, I think I've got uh, some pictures with Berta um, as we were leaving and she she actually started crying when we were leaving she was yeah. so attached to us and she kept saying when are you coming back you know you got to come back and visit and so you know I think that's probably got to happen sometime in the next couple of years making a trip back just to see everybody. Yeah, that that and the pet owl, right? Yeah, yeah. They had a pet owl named Pepe uh, that would sit on your shoulder, and and uh, you'd feed him scraps of meat at dinner, and and uh, that was pretty cool too. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, thanks, Matt. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks a lot. Well, thank you for joining me this week. If you want to see some pictures and blog entries from um, the trip that you talked about, as well as some previous trips. Uh, Matt and Brady have a blog at twowheels2weeks.com. Um, they used to take trips two weeks at a time um, before they took this big one. So if you go there, but I'll also put a link to that in the show notes for this episode, which will be at thecalloftheroad.com slash podcasts. That's podcasts with an S, it's plural. And uh, yeah, yeah, I put uh, show notes for all the episodes up there. So uh, usually some, some good stuff uh, in those show notes. And yeah, if you want to drop me a line, you can always reach me at thecalloftheroad at gmail.com. 
And um, you can also find the podcast on uh, anywhere, pretty much anywhere podcasts are listed. iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Google Play, all the regular places. And if you wouldn't mind taking uh, 30 seconds out of your day to uh, leave a few stars there or maybe a quick review, that helps the podcast out. So thanks again for listening wherever you're at in the world. And until next time, see you down the road. Mm -hmm.